Hello and welcome to this new podcast series talking about SAP IBP or Integrated Business Planning. I am your host, Jonathan Fogarty, and I have the pleasure of guiding you through some fascinating conversations about how to unlock the secrets of IBP and how it can help your business. Whether you are struggling to juggle multiple tasks at once like me, or spinning a dozen plates expertly without dropping a thing, there will be something here for everyone. Now, each week, we will have some fascinating guests to hear real-world use cases of how business is doing integrated planning. But the real star of the show, joining me each week to navigate through it all, is the ringmaster of IVP. In fact, you could call him the head lion tamer, if you will, Mr. Mark Golly. G'day, Mark. How are you? Yeah, just call me Hugh Jackman from now on, okay, um, Jonathan? So, nah. <laughs> thanks, mate. I appreciate the the introduction. Well, you are a great showman, so I am very <laughs> pleased to have you back for another one of these. But I tell you what, we might both be outshined because we've got a very swanky guest today from the top drawer. We've reached up to the top shelf, and we've got none other than, I've got to get this right, Mark, so please yeah. bear with me. I think it is the head of SAP's APJ Centre of Excellence for Digital Supply Chain, an all-round good guy, Mr. Adam Pina. Welcome, Adam. Woo-hoo! How are you, my friend? <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, it's great to be here. Good to hear you again, Mark. And uh, look, you got the title right. Uh, I'm, I'm still training uh, training the family on uh, all those all those words. So great job. First go. Wow, I've nailed it. Now tell us a little bit about yourself, Adam. Before we launch in, everyone knows who Mark and I are, but maybe people haven't been blessed with the full Adam Pinar experience. Give us a little flavour of who this chap is that they're hearing today and, and why they should listen up. <laughs> I'm not sure why people should listen, but uh, but anyway, it's, that's a good thing about this type of environment, right? But uh, look, I've been in, uh, in the supply chain space for over 20 years, spent a lot of time on planning, um, lived through a lot of the, the global disruptions like everyone's seen at home. And they're really thinking about what's what's kind of next. What do customers want to achieve in in their planning space? How do they how do they plan better to you know not only make their businesses more profitable but less reactive? Um, you might not know I'm a bit of a, a firefighter uh, in uh, in volunteering capacity where I live in Australia, and you know I really think about you know firefighting in business is often due to poor planning. Uh, so yeah, that really. Is one of those things that resonates with me, and how do we uh, how do we instill um, better planning leads to uh, less fires. Wow, Mark, this one's coming in hot with the good the good analogies. We better be on our toes today. We've got some yeah. some brain power. All right, well, let's let's talk about IBP, and and obviously that's why we're here. And and Adam, welcome and hello, and Mark, as always, it's lovely to have you along. You know, we keep talking about SAP IBP integrated business planning, and. This is an application that has the same name of the business process it's designed to support. Hopefully, it's an enabler supporting our customers on their integrated business planning process journey. Adam, I might kick off with you if if that's okay. For our listeners out there, do you need to be a mature IBP organization to leverage all of the power and capability of the product? Look, I definitely say leveraging all the power. Oh, look, you'd want to have a good uh, level of maturity, but to actually get value from the the solution, the the tool set, what it can provide, absolutely not. And we have you know a lot of customers that are in various levels actually using you know the the tools as well to help them mature in their processes. Um, so that's uh, you know that, that that's a real yeah no brainer when it comes to 
you know, you need good uh, uh, people and process, but having some tools that push you along the way uh, is often as much of an enabler as anything else. Fair play. Well, Mark, listening to that, you know, we, we've been talking about the importance of solution adoption a lot in this podcast series, but what about business process adoption? Can it be a challenge, and, and you are deep in this at your organisation, I know, can it be a challenge for an organisation to maintain the engagement and discipline and governance of an integrated business planning process? And if so, how important is the role of the sponsor to ensure that, you know, your teams are adhering to that? Yeah, um, it, it's actually along with the, the process capability and process simplicity, um, the business awareness, sorry, the business awareness that IBP is actually the way that they run the business um, is the importance of the sponsor. And that is the key ingredient to successful adherence of the IBP process from a governance perspective. The sponsor, in, in, in most instances, is generally the most senior leader, the MD or the CEO, and they hold this role, so to speak, right, as they actually set the pace, tone and direction of the business rhythm. So their continued fervent support is critical from a business process perspective. If you don't have it, right, or if it's variable, then as good as the process is, it's really, really difficult to maintain engagement and to embed it as the way you not only run your business, but improve your business. So the role of the sponsor, the importance of the sponsor to ensure adherence is one of the most critical pieces to ensure uh, successful adherence. Okay, that makes complete sense. So Adam, from your position and what you've seen, in your time with the tool, I guess when organisations have the IBP process in place and everyone's adhering it, to, you know, to those processes as per sort of Mark's comments, and the IBP platform is set up to enable the processes and secure the business outcomes, is there a path to bring more to the picture? You want to get incremental leverage and you want to get new capabilities. How do you get that competitive advantage as you move forward with the tool? Mm. Yeah, look, I think it's a really good point. And what Mark mentioned as well is is most critical to success, right? It really is most critical to, you know, making those business outcomes that are, you know, going to, to lead to, um, you know, again, more profitable decisions, right? Reducing the friction across the organisation. Uh, so, you know, first of all, I think that is a key area to enabling, you know, the maturity of the process and, and really providing you know, those senior stakeholders with the the information they need to make the decisions. And, and once those decisions are made, you know, life gets back to normal, I think, as business as usual. Um, you know, where we've seen, I think, some challenges with, you know, some customers is, you know, IBP is perhaps not the enabler always for those uh, decision-making processes. It's more seen as an isolated function in the business to do forecasting or to do supply planning, right? It's not integrated uh, in, in nature. And I think that that's, you know, that that's something where we certainly see that, that difference between successful, happy outcomes, maturity processes continue to rise. And we see other customers that don't necessarily, it's not that they don't get value out of the tool set itself, but they certainly don't see that maturity level raising, you know, in the business probably as they envisioned. 
So, Mark, I'll bring you in a lot of your views and, and your thoughts on what, what Adam is saying because, you know, you spend a lot of time in business dealing with unlocking the value and uh, and the SAP IBP tool enabling genuine business process change and improvement. How do you see it, you know, strategically and operationally? What would be your reflections? They're a little bit different um, strategically to tactically because I think um, IBP is a really good tool to operate in both cadences, um, whereas, you know, let's say strategic is, is more about the shape of the future and helping make the good strategic choices right? um, in terms of where to invest, where not to invest, what does our outlook look like um, in relation to our strategic plans? Are we short? What are our risks and opportunities and things like that? So I think um, the ability to, of the SAP IVP tool to, 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 I guess, march to two different rhythms is one of its um, core advantages. Right? Um, strategically, I guess for us, um, the ability to cash up a plan um, by using you know, the um, links to S4, um, generally to a gross margin at standard or a gross margin perspective is another point of difference um, that we actually um, can, can um, call upon. And looking into the future, you know, having that uh, strategic mindset about using um, the, the new embedded SAC or the um, XPNA um, um, part of things the, um, uh, that's uh, also um, aligned very closely with, um, with SAP IVP just takes that level of strategic insight to another level. Um, so to provide us with some of that um, data and information and analytics at our fingertips from a strategic perspective. However, on the short-term or tactical rhythm side of things as well, it plays just as just as an important part as what um, Adam is saying um, in terms of, you know, do I have the right things in the right place at the right time by supporting things like demand sensing, right? using external information to, to tailor demand to, to make sure that deployment plan, uh, deployment plans, which means that um, you've got transport load building, characteristics-based planning to ensure end-to-end -end customers are delighted, the ability to plan at different modes of transport, things like synchronised planning and embedded PPDS, production planning and detail scheduling, all support right, the whole concept of um, IBP being a tactical tool and a very strategic tool. So it supports the ITP process, the tactical planning process, and the IBP process, the strategic planning process. So what Adam is saying is completely correct and um, is supported um, very um, um, ably. Um, by both um, um, or by the IBP tool um, in both um, cadences, I guess, the long-term um, strategic shape and the tactical support, which is the detail. So let's turn that into a bit of a real-world conversation then. I mean, and it's academic and, and it's fascinating for a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, Mark. But, but Adam, you, you touch a lot of industries. You see a lot of SAP's customers. You're having this conversation you know, at various levels to different people in different roles. Can you give me some real-world examples where this capability has actually delivered an outcome, made a difference, whatever it might be? Mm, yeah. So look, I think I think we've all lived through 
you know, recent COVID times, lockdowns, right? Getting what you want uh, from the supermarket at the more, you know, most basic thing, uh, toilet paper rushes, those types of things. Now, not all of those things can always be predicted, right? The, the behavior of demand and supply, but the quicker that an organization can respond, you know, to those disruptions, the more, you know, processes that they can they can put in place to try to manage uh, th those situations. And whether it's fair sharing, it's allocations, it's, you know, limiting um, potentially some of those movement, looking for alternate sources of supply. Uh, we, we've seen a complete range of those types of things, you, you know, we all touched our lives. But now that hasn't gone away. We've seen ongoing supply chain disruptions. We've seen inflationary pressures most recently, right, with, uh, you know, interest rates going up, which is, you know, causing a whole bunch of other issues when it comes to, uh, you know, getting getting cash flow through the business and the impacts of that to, again, suppliers and, and organisations. Anything that you're really trying to do today, whether it's uh, building a new mobile device, you know, whether it's building a house, um, all different segments at the moment are, are really still under a flux of, of shortage of raw materials. And then that has a flow on effect, you know, to the finished goods of what we want to do, what we want to buy. And uh, for a lot of organisations, they're, they're still trying to, you know, ramp up production without overextending themselves. Um, and, and they're trying to really carefully manage you know, those scenarios that are probably going to play out, you know, in, in the next 12 months, 24 months, as the cost of living pressures, you know, start to materialise in changing in behaviour of buying habits. Um, you know, are we going to solve some of the issues with uh, getting silicon chips and those types of things? So, you, you know, yeah, across industry, you know, just because COVID uh, restrictions and challenges might be largely over, we're still seeing a huge amount of, of influx. And think about, you know, Australia at the moment with flooding happening in numerous areas around the country, not bushfires for a change, um, but the, how that's impacting the agricultural supply chain, what's going to happen to wheat, right? And we've got obviously challenges in other parts of the world impacting wheat. And, and yeah, it, it really is a flow on effect. And it really does show we have a global supply chain that is impacted and connected and um, better planning as much as possible can help mitigate some of those challenges. Hey, Adam, just as, as a question without notice, right, from my perspective, I've been doing a lot of reading recently about the merging of the, the tactical side and the strategic side or the need for the strategic side to become a, a more frequent. The more, the, um, um, so rather than a monthly cadence, it yep. could even come down to a weekly cadence. What mm. are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, it's a really valid point because nobody uh, nobody wants to sit on critical information, you know, to the next planning cycle to actually take how that comes into action. And I think from an IBP's perspective, one of the good things is we don't have a static tool, right? You can be interacting with that as you go through. You can be running your scenarios and, and adding those business insights. So, look, I totally uh, agree that that is a very valid point. And, Mark, I think you've spoken before about, you know, the risks and opportunities that you can capture and you can update as well as they come to life. Um, so those types of things, yeah, we're certainly seeing a, a lot more customers, you know, certainly, um, uh, you, you know, taking advantage of that. I think the interesting thing perhaps that, that becomes is how organisations but then organise themselves because there are elements where they want to have, you know, the same people 
sometimes spanning some of these areas. Um, and so for them, they're trying to take off different hats at different points in time to move from strategic to tactical. Mm. And, you, you know, I think, I think that, you know, there's, there's rhythm, I suppose, that needs to be worked out in that process because you don't want to always be blindsided to put your strategic hat back on every five minutes. But I, I totally agree, right? The, the dynamics of the market at the moment um, could lead a lot of organisations to really pull the lever of shifting um, yeah, certain, certain strategic processes much faster than they ever have in the past. What, what, what are you seeing, Mark? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, I'm exactly the same as yourself, um, Adam. I don't think that if you're sitting on information just because it doesn't fit into the normal IBP cycle that it's the right thing to do. So um, the agility... Um, um, of having an, a process that can increase in cadence, right, is really important. And it's really important for the tool, in this case, SAP IVP, to be as flexible as that um, as that as well. And the good thing about it is that it does, right? It can hmm. um, support that, that view. So um, there's no point in sitting on if we can see some aluminium movement due to the war in Ukraine, for example. Mm. Right? We want to understand exactly what impact that has on our um, commercials, for example, or our supply. Uh, um, we can actually do that in a quicker cadence rather than waiting to the next cycle right, kind yep. of thing. So um, that's just um, 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 acceleration. But I think that that acceleration of the cadence is probably here to stay. <laughs> well, sadly, uh, to Adam's earlier point, I got my models completely wrong and I'm sitting on a 1,000 rolls of toilet paper in my basement, so I'm accepting all offers, but that's a whole nother podcast. Mark, then maybe last sort of words to you. You're a mature organisation, you're a mature user of the tool, and, and I'm really interested in the conversation about those external pressures. How much is it about the maturity of thought and maturity of the organisation to know that we've got the models right, we've got the right people tuning them, and we need to trust those processes and not being really reactive as outside forces, presses, things change? How do you maintain the discipline, the rigour, and the trust organisationally in the models and processes you've got to stay the course? Yeah, great question. It's really, really challenging at times, right? Because, you know, um, but again, I go back to the key sponsor. If the sponsor is a fervent believer in the IBP process and the sponsor actually understands the cadence and actually understands the inputs and the outputs and um, what is expected um, of the process and it's the way you run your business and it's the way you improve your business, it doesn't matter about the outside noise and the outside disruption and the supply chain disruption around you, for example, or even the market disruption right, that's happening in the, in the marketplace at the moment. If you have the right level of ownership and the right level of governance um, around your process, right, then you can pivot and pivot very quickly and pivot very successfully. Right? Like I've, we've always said in previous podcasts, things like that. The success of IBP is 70% process, 30% tech enablement to support the process, right? And that is maintained whether you've got supply chain disruption or you're in a period of stability. It makes no difference, right? And the people doing the tweaking and the modelling are the people that have been invested in terms of uh, capability, time, um, and effort to actually understand how to use those tools effectively to whether it's on a monthly cycle or on a weekly cycle, 
right? or on a fortnightly cycle to get the most out of it. Right? The, the important thing to note is that IVP is a tool that can change your process, but it can't make a um, bad process better. <laughs> so it is all about the process. It is all about the sponsorship and the ownership of that process. My view is, is that in using SAP IVP to support the IVP process, it can be transformational. Right? It provides visibility, agility and choices, disruption and no disruption. It doesn't make any difference. It can provide that visibility, agility and choices. It isn't a silver bullet, but it certainly helps. What a brilliant answer. Well, Adam Pina, our special guest, our gold ribbon expert in this world, I will give you the final say and I'll throw you a curly one. You know, to recap, organisations are sitting out there, maybe they've not fully implemented IBP or they put it aside because it got too hard or, or they're thinking that maybe now's not the time to genuinely look at the opportunity and benefits that the SAP integrated business planning platform could bring. What's your message to those organisations and those individuals in this time of uncertainty and disruption that both you and Mark have talked so eloquently about? What's your final killer blow you'd like to land to really bring home the message, my man? Yeah, look, um, I, I think for organisations, I need to think about the business they want to be tomorrow, right? Not, not uh, you know, not, not the disruptions of today. Um, and how are they going to get there? Because they're not going to get there you know, without investing in their people, uh, most importantly, right, and how, you know, the people are empowered, you know, to get the business where they want to be. And often, you know, one of the big challenges that that uh, that the people have is they don't have that support, as Mark was alluding to, right, around the senior management team in making and standing behind, you know, the best decisions and the best practice when it comes to, to IBP, right, as a, as a process uh, methodology. And, and then the other biggest challenge, people have is that they don't have the technology, right, to help them along the way. And we have, you know, a lot of customers, very, very smart people that spend most of their time uh, not enabling the business process, not enabling actually getting the value. They spend their time pulling data from one system, pulling a report from here, shoving it into a spreadsheet, sending it around to everyone, collecting all the data, pushing it all back in, right? So you've got um, very, very capable people that uh unfortunately, you know, are, are, are robots, right? And that's not good for people. It's not good for the business. It's not good for process. So, you know, I think what Mark and the team have been able to accomplish at Lion um, in, in streamlining a lot of those processes, obviously having the support and seeing the importance, you know, from an organisational point of view, um, I'd love every one of our customers to uh, be in that space. Um, and, and it can be done. Uh, and, uh, yeah, have a, have a go. <laughs> Wow. Mark, I didn't want him on, but you were adamant that he'd be good, and he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's not bad, is he? Humble pie eaten <laughs> by your host. Speaking of humble pie, that is all, sadly, we have time for on this episode of Sharing a Piece of Pie, the SAP IBP podcast. A very big thank you to my dear friend, Adam Pina. Adam, thank you for your time and wisdom. We've really appreciated it, my friend. Great to be here. As a uh always and uh and thank you mark for leading the charge here and jonathan you know what can i say you're, you're a uh, superstar oh bless and mark to you i i always look forward to our chats and i always walk away both bewildered and inspired in equal portions <laughs> thank you my friend for your time as always pleasure 
And to all our listeners, thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. Hit us up on the socials. We'd love to hear what you think. But for now, on behalf of Mark Golly and Adam Pienaar, I am Jonathan Fogarty, your host. And that's it for another episode of Sharing a Piece of Pie, the SAP IBP podcast. Until next time, stay curious, stay flexible, and bye for now.